Welcome on back to the Cadillac Ranch. I am H.T. Waterworth. I am very excited. I can't wait for you to listen to this podcast. I am excited because I am starting a new segment on my show. I don't know how many times they're going to do it. But it is a dive into the minds of a collegiate athlete in this pandemic, in this situation that we're in, and just them having to be a collegiate athlete in such a crazy time on just being in shape and keeping their minds right. So I got in contact with a couple of kids that I coached back in the day at Mission Prep. Um, I got three of you lined up. I'm going to keep the other two secret for now. Don't worry. If you're a Mission Prep family right now, go Royals. I miss you guys. I miss the school. I miss the kids. But I got a special one for you guys. I got Braden Corona, former running back and kick returner, punt returner, all-around athlete Braden Corona, who's now at Whitworth College. I'm not going to say anything more. We had a great conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. I had a lot of fun. I can't wait to do this more. Um, It was a great interview. Um, I remember why I wanted him on the podcast instantly on how he started talking the um his his attitude his smile i would i'm like i knew this was going to be great from the start so thank you again brayden um you're a good kid and i want everybody to see how good of a kid you are so stick around listen to brayden talk some football talk some life and uh let's get it all right, everybody. I got here one of one of my favorite kids out of uh, Mission Prep. He was a running back uh, when I coached him there. Uh, he is Braden Corona. He's age twenty one. He's a current currently at Whitworth University. Gonna be a senior, finance major. Not a big deal. Running back, kick returner, number two. Braden Corona. Braden Corona. I'm just so excited. How you doing, my buddy? Dude, I'm doing very, very well, man. Just excited to be here, excited to catch up with you. It's been way too long. Way too long. So, how are you, man? You, it seemed like we were talking before. It seems like your head is on the right track. Right now, you're doing internship in Nashville. Um, how is how is just everything right now before we actually get into football and everything? Yeah, I know. I mean, honestly, just very blessed for the opportunities I've had thus far. I mean, to be out in Nashville and to to have a great internship and then to be able to, to continue training out here and get ready for a season that that's still intact, thankfully. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I really just couldn't be more thankful, honestly. Yeah. Just think things are going well. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I want to kick it from the beginning. Uh, I was a coach at mission prep. Um, I started coaching you when you were a sophomore or I was there when you were a sophomore, right? That first year um, you were uh you were a running back. You were determined. You were always wanting to play. You not in a bad way. You have that little man syndrome, and you, but you, you, put, <laughs> you took it head on. Because in, in the beginning, you, but you, you put in the work. You did whatever you had to do. Um, I was always uh, admired your dedication. But that year, we had probably one of the best running backs of all time come out of the Central Coast, and Patrick Laird. And it's not like it's not like you got a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Because we brought you up that senior year or 
that year, right? Yeah. For a little bit. Um, how was it being behind somebody that his, like, I can say he, his, um, regiment and training was second to none. He was always focused. And I noticed that once you saw what he saw or what he did, I'm not saying that it was all Patrick Laird by any means, but I bet you got something from it. And I just wanted to say, uh, ask you, what did you learn from that experience and the growth from uh, a freshman to senior year and everything? And all yeah, that? absolutely. Well, I mean, coming in, because I, I think I was freshman year when I, when I was behind Pat. Okay. But coming in and, and, I mean, you're a freshman coming into high school, obviously, you know, you're, you're wide-eyed and whatnot. But then to have a, have a guy like that kind of being as, like, your mentor and, and someone you look up to and whatnot and to kind of, you know, see he, he, he's been through it and you see how he's done and he's very successful. And so I'd say that having him um, kind of in the forefront as a role model through high school was uh, a huge game changer. It, it showed me the – the level of dedication you need to go play at the next level. And obviously he's gone on now to, to the league and whatnot, yeah. but like you could just tell there was always something different about him. The man was determined driven. And so having, having that kind of person around and in the locker room and, and in the same position group was a tremendous help and a tremendous inspiration. Um, and, that, you know, seeing that, that I think that helped build a really good foundation going into then, you know, the rest of my high school career and now into college just seeing the, the dedication, the determination and, and knowing that, you know, that all pays off. Exactly. That's that yeah. exactly what I thought you were going to feel like. And yeah. I, I don't want it to be about Pat. That's why I wanted to get it out of the way, but that is an important part. Cause I know that was a, a stepping stone. That's something to look up. A, 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 like you said, a mentor, but oh, going, part, yeah. um, going from that, how did that, how did you shape? Cause I saw you frustrated a lot and everything. And, um at times you you were hard on yourself you wanted to be perfect i know you you were so coming from being a backup to being a starter what what do you think pushed you to be that and everything and uh when did you know like i think i can do this a little more i can i think i can go to next step because coming from a small 300 kids in a school of uh, boys and girls and we barely had anybody come out to football until Chad Henry got into this place and then we got grew, grew bigger and bigger and bigger all because of the foundation. Um, it wasn't hard coming out of that system. So I, I would just think of what you thought. Yeah, no, I think the, the biggest thing for me is that it was always a goal in, in, in almost an expectation to play college really? sport. Yeah. Just coming from my family, my dad played, um, my grandpa didn't go to college, but he played in the minor league baseball. So it was, it was always an expectation of, of being an athlete. And that, that was the culture I grew up in my house. And so it wasn't really a, a thing of like, like now I feel like I'm ready for it. It was always more of a, I'm confident in myself and my ability. And if I, if I stay the path and keep working hard, then mm -hmm. um, thing, the opportunities will open up and, and things will work themselves out. You know what right. I mean? Um, exactly. And I think another huge part of that too was, um, it was the family vibe and the overall culture at mission. It, it was, you loved one another. And like, but at the same time, it was iron sharpens iron and practices. I mean, you're competing. It, it, there, there's no, there's no bad blood, but, but you're going to compete. You're going to, you're going to, you know, maybe hate the guy in front of you for, you know, the hour and a half of practice, but right after when that whistle blows, you, your buddies again, your brothers. And so exactly. I think that culture 
contributed greatly to getting the opportunity to play college football and then just overall my entire experience with in high school high school football exactly that's that's very and yeah that's that's a culture i think that just speaks to what we had that mission which yeah th- those those i mean the year that we went to the championship and the year after yeah. like you guys were all buddies and everything you like it was it was very tight knit we had rough i mean we went through rough patches don't get me wrong i mean we went, we had to go see the football movie uh about uh <laughs> was sal like we had to go through intense stuff you know but like it made us i i think it helped and it, I think it put each one, even though everybody probably didn't get it or not everybody bought in, but the people that wanted to buy in, well, they, they dove head, head first, right? Like people like you or uh, Fletterman or Miller or um, almost said Valentine, but Jack, <laughs> you hear this Jack, I'm sorry, but. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, totally. yeah and that, that's the thing too I think that speaks to that culture is like all those guys you've mentioned that I'm still in contact with still great yeah. friends and we carry that same mentality into I think every facet of our life now and mm-hmm. it, any mentality you know you can't be afraid to hurt someone's feelings in that sense when you know that you know you're gonna help make them better mm-hmm. when challenge one another and whatnot it's, it's all it's all with the best intention in part exactly yeah uh the next thing I want to go to, what, uh, why Whitworth, why Whitworth, Whitworth, and um, how's it became what you wanted it to be so far? Yeah, so, um, yeah, Whitworth, Whitworth snuck up on me, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Uh, so, really, um, I didn't know much about it. It wasn't originally a school that recruited me out of high school. Um, but I ended up having, at the gym I worked out at, senior year he heard I was getting recruited by a couple of schools in their conference um and he had played basketball there originally so he'd give me the coach's number offensive coordinator and no they, way yeah sent my film in they they invited me up for a visit and uh yeah honestly I I think what I really fell in love with Whitworth and what sold me was the the caliber of, of people on campus that I met as well as the the caliber of coach because they're they're people that they go much, much more beyond football. They, they invest in you, obviously, as a football player, but probably more so than that, they invest in you as a man and in your future. And so uh, my biggest thing when choosing the school was, like, obviously to play football for a winning program. Like, that, that, that's a huge thing. But another huge um, checkbox for me was to find people that I want to be like. Mm-hmm. to surround myself with people that I want to grow into almost and, and, and find the qualities that I want to have in my future self. And so that was a huge thing for Whitworth. I, I love my choice. I love this. I love Whitworth. Go, go Bucks. But uh, just, yeah, it's been a great, great three years thus far and, and looking forward to another, another great year this year. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, coming from high school to college, what was, uh, what was the difference, the intensity, um, I think that you guys were pretty set up because Chad Henry, Coach Chad Henry, he he set you guys up with a college type system from the beginning, anyway. So I'm not th- uh, maybe I just wanted to know what was the difference, or were you pretty like this is nothing new? Yeah, I'd say as far as structure goes, it, it was nothing new. Chad did a great job of that. 
great job of structure and practices, games, culture, all that setting us up for, for college. I think the biggest difference was, you know, you come out of high school as the man, you know, you think you're the guy and then, then you show up and everyone else who's there was the guy. And so it, it's a humbling experience, but at the same time, it's, it's just fuel to the fire and, and a big motivator. So you, uh, inst- you instantly was like, all right, I'll, I'll take the challenge. Exactly. Yeah. And you, I mean, you weren't like scared of it or anything. You're just like, you embraced it. No, if I, if I, if I pick a school, I want to go to, I want to play. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to, that's know, my boy. That's my boy. I want to make a difference. You know, yeah. they, they brought me here for a reason. That, that's always been my, my attitude towards it. But yeah, I think the biggest difference, uh, from the, uh, from high school to college was probably just game speed. Right. Um, a little bit, little bit more complex schemes, uh, you need a better understanding and then just speed of the game. But cool. you, you adjust quick to that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, when you started there, um, I never got to ask you every time I did see you or talk to you, it was really quick. Like I was working at Dick's, you came by, I said hi, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. We never had the time to just sit down. I don't know your story uh, at Whitworth. Were you uh, uh, like a day one starter? Were you just special teams and got to running back? Like, and kick return what was that story like for you yeah so freshman year uh i was part of i want to say it was four four other four or five other freshmen running backs coming in and we had probably i mean it compared to mission obviously the numbers are insane we have, right. we have i think just 110 guys on the team and then you come from a team that had 25 guys yeah yeah it's, it's crazy so we had we almost had as many running backs as we did players in mission Right. So the 50 running backs, and you gotta you gotta work your way up, and, and everyone's hungry and fighting for a spot. And uh, thankfully, and I was lucky enough to be given a couple opportunities in game freshman year, and uh, played played pretty well in those in those limited chances. Uh, enough so that then sophomore year, uh, I was a, I was able to start a kick returner. They gave okay. me shot special teams, and that, that's that's where I saw I could help the team out most. We had a great running back sophomore year, Mason Elms. He's, Great guy, great athlete, awesome. And so I found my role as a kick returner uh, sophomore year and did, did fairly well there. Uh, and we ended up sophomore year, so yeah, two years ago, we got to the second or third round of the NCAA playoffs, and that was the farthest uh, the program's ever gone okay. in, in history. So to be a part of that and to be a, a, an active part was, was incredible and just such a great, great experience. Actually – in that game, we played St. John's, and JC goes to St. John's. So I got to play against JC, which was also, like, one of the highlights of my career. Oh, I, I bet. Yeah, so awesome. And then, uh, yeah, so junior – so last year now, um, I got the opportunity to start at running back um, and got uh, a lot of the carries and, and played well, and that's what I'm looking forward to this next year. Um, what kind of system – do you have, like, another running back? Is it shared, or what, what do you guys do? It had always been um, a split carry kind of thing, you know, okay. uh, splitting drives for the most part. But last year I was able to – it was basically just me, which was, which was fun. It, it was cool. It was, it was almost like a deja vu going back to mission and, and, you know, getting to have the ball that much was, was really fun. And yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Give, me, give me a game. Give me a play. Give me something that you I'd love say- so much. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot there. There's been a lot of great, just great moments. I'd say 
I think my favorite moment thus far was probably the, the playoff game against JC to, to go out and travel to Minnesota and to, to be, it was our second, I think I said second or third game, but being like college playoffs and just a completely different atmosphere than the regular season and, and than anything I'd, I had felt before was it was and, it, and was you a, went you went to playoffs and you went to a championship in, in high school so yeah, yeah we played in cif state but this was this was different it, like above it way beyond exactly, yeah yeah there's more fans there's more publicity there there's just there's a different vibe to it and i think that that was by far my my favorite moment was being able to be there with with my brothers to compete to win a couple playoff games and and to to build a legacy of, of winning at Whitworth, to be one of the team, the team that has gone the farthest was, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just really special to be a part of that. I'm, I'm so happy that you got to go from one family to another. Like that's it, huge. Important in, in the choice too. Yeah. That, that was and, and cause you hear a bunch of those horror stories. They're like, I went there for a coach coach left. It just wasn't the same. Right. So like, as, as many colleges are, are out there, it's so hard to do what each collegiate athlete has to do. You guys have to go to school. Some of you guys are uh, not – some of you guys have to work. Some, some of you guys have to do everything. And on top of that, you're a finance major. So that doesn't mean that's light work. You're not doing a, an easy subject. So how is that – how is being a collegiate athlete? especially uh, for the last couple of years before we'll get into this upcoming year. Yeah, no, I think, uh, honestly, I'm grateful for it because it keeps you on track. You don't have really any time to waste. So it forces you to, to be very good at time management, to, to stay driven and determined and, and to have your, have your focus beyond the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've, I've just found that, that, being a student athlete is, is, has helped me personally just because I know what I need to get done. And, and if you waste time, then it's, you know, that, that, that gap increases and it makes it really hard to come back from. So it, it forces you to, to be at your best self, which I'm, I really like. You want to always be on top of it because if you start slipping, you start falling. Exactly. And especially in college, it's, it's high school is different. In college, it's, it's a lot harder to, to pick up the pace back once you start falling back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, we're coming, we're coming off a two, 2019 season. You start feeling like, man, I can't wait to get to this off season. I can't wait to get with my boys again in the spring. I can't wait to do holy shit, Corona slapped us in the face. So you as an athlete, as an athlete, and then we'll talk about you as a person, how this is, you as a, a collegiate athlete only, how is Corona just toss a ring into everything? Well, I mean, Simply put, it, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, it, you look forward to, to the offseason. That's one of my favorite parts of, of the game. And so you look forward. Thankfully, we were able to train a little bit together uh, back at Whitworth and whatnot. But, you know, you look forward to spring football. You look forward to, to getting back out there on the field with the guys. And, and then you look forward to, you know, just, just training and, and having a goal in mind and, and to have something that's never happened before happen. And, and it's almost like you said, a slap in the face was, it was, it was a wild experience just cause it sucks. You know, you look forward to once the season's over, you have, you know, <clears throat> a little time to recover and whatnot, but then you're ready to go. You know, like where you want to, you want to avenge the losses you had, you want to, you know, see your brothers again, train hard, 
share those memories. And so to have that uh, taken away, it, it just sucks. It, you know, it's, it's a huge part of the experience, but at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do about it. And so I think Whitworth's done a great job. Um, our coaching staff's done a fantastic job at doing the best that they absolutely can for. We still did spring football, but it was just a remote version, which was obviously much different. But they did a great job of finding a way to stay connected and to keep the team connected and to keep the team motivated. So how do you feel being going to be a senior? You know how it is to becoming a coming freshman on a football team. Yeah. What advice or what do you think about incoming freshmen on your team or even around the, the country for, for specifically football? Because it's not something like you can't just put them at third base and be like, you know what to do. It's kind of basic. It's, it's a little more intense than that. So yeah. what do you, what are they going through that, you know, what have you helped with or et cetera? Yeah, I'd say not even just for football, but for, for anything in life, whether you're moving up a level or you're trying something new, whatever it may be. I think a couple of the most important things is one to, to find a mentor, find someone who's done it, who's in this on the same path as you, but a couple steps forward and learn from them, seek them out, learn, be, be a sponge, learn as much as you can. And I think secondly, to understand that <clears throat> you're new. You're, you're, you're new to the system. You know, you're not going to walk in. Chances are, I won't say that about everyone. Chances are you won't walk in and be the same caliber of athlete relative to, to everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'll draw. It's not going to be the case. And so I'd say to that, that just be, believe in yourself, bet on yourself, be determined. And, and if you don't like something that's going on, prove them wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, the coaches are the ones that make decisions, but you're the one that shows them the evidence on what to make the decision. And so, so what advice do you have? Uh, like, what are the, the freshmen doing right now? Have they had any of them seeked you out or has any of them? Um, because it's a, it's a disconnect because it, you're not in the locker room. They're not seeing the same speed. They haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Right. So um, that aspect of it too. Yeah. Uh, so a handful of, um, message me and whatnot but it's just completely different not um not just gotta be crazy man well yeah it's it's a completely different world plus you're trying to get to know them too so it's like exactly uh one thing that we have done uh as a team which has been very helpful and adding a sense of norm has been weekly team meetings so every sunday we get together and uh it actually started with all the the racial injustice and and whatnot we we called a team meeting and, and since then every sunday we've we've met as a team talked about hard issues, but also that's given us a time to actually connect with the freshmen who we have yet to actually meet most of them face to face. Whoa. So it's been, it's been great to to tackle issues like that, but also to, to just meet new faces and to, to bring them into the family, even though we all can't actually physically be together. Well, since you, you jumped into it, um, social injustice, um, it's going on in this world and it's very hard to see. Um, I'm here in Little Los Osos. Um, we've had some protests in St. Louis. Some things happened in Paso. It's been crazy around here, but obviously there's not a, a lot of black African-Americans around me uh, just in life. You go into a, a college system where you have black teammates and you have friends that are going to some times right now. You as uh, not just a white man in college, 
you are a teammate and a brother to, like you said, a hundred people. So you're feeling for a lot of people right now. So um, I just want you to talk to you about that or you to talk about that and what you're learning about yourself or your team going through this. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's a hard question. It's a hard issue. Um, but at the end of the day, these guys are my brothers and my teammates and, and I, I, I don't look at them in any special light besides the fact that these are the guys I battle with and, and the guys that I love. They're, they're guys I'd go to war for white, black, it, it doesn't matter the color. And understanding though, or, or and seeing what they're going through now and what they have gone through hearing stories and whatnot, it's been incredibly enlightening because I mean, I've never experienced a fraction of the things that they have to go through, let, let alone experiences, but also just psych psychologically mm -hmm. having those fears and whatnot. And so hearing that and, and, and understanding that that's, that's a part of their life and that's something they have to deal with. It, it, it opens you up to maybe something you didn't see beforehand and something that you may have been blind to just, just because of, you know, the, where we live. Yeah. Like, like and you're in the bubble of slow and that it, it's great to grow up in slow. I love slow, but, but it also, it, it doesn't expose you to a lot of these things. And so, um, you know, coming to Whitworth, being exposed to a lot more of that and, and then just, especially in a time like right now where we're sharing stories and talking about it and, and it's very at the forefront of everything, just listening and learning and, and doing your part to, to not just watch and not just stand back, but to be, be active in, in making change, I think is what you have to strive for. Because at the end of the day, these guys are my brothers. They're my brothers for life. We, we yep. battle together every single day and, and I don't care like I said, what color you are, if there's an injustice going on to one of my brothers, I'm going to stand and fight for him. Let's, yeah, let's go. That, I think, yeah, like, it, I think that that's the mentality people need to have and, and to understand. But, yeah, I mean, I just want to do everything I can to help. I think that the fact that uh, athletes have seen it all before and we've seen, like, even though I only played up to high school, I was around different people from different places, uh, different style people, just like, you know, from different households. You, you don't look at, like you said, you don't, you look at them as your teammate and friend and your family. You don't look yeah. at the, you don't look at the color. You don't look at their, whatever else is around them. Cause we like, that's, what's great about sports is that like in football it takes 11 guys to go one yard exactly it's not it's not one so like you need uh i think that's why athletes are special in that way and i think a lot of athletes are speaking out because we they talked about it they've like seen it they've been around it and especially like pat mcafee he said on the other day on his podcast he's like in 2016 when kaepernick started taking a knee like we talked about it so he he already like i had a vision because we were in a locker room that's already been through like we've talked about their issues because it's kind of the same thing that's happening to you at, in college mm -hmm. and it's like that's why an athlete's perspective is so um judged so uh judged so harshly it's because they have seen so much more mm -hmm. athletes and that's why if there is a little drew Brees situation at first it's like come on, we've talked about this. This is normal. So it's great that you guys are talking it out and making sure that everybody 
is on the same page because without that, nothing good can happen from it. Exactly. And I think that, and I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. I come from a Christian background. And, and at the end of the day, I don't know if I, if I can be a little religious on this, but. At, no, at you're good. Of, you're good. At the end of the day, it's that we were all creating God's image. And to have bias or prejudice or <clears throat> any sort of racist tendencies towards anyone is to, to say that God, he was wrong. And, and to me, that that's, that's not right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all unique in our own way and, and you take that in, that's what makes life beautiful. And so mm-hmm. I think that, that, yeah, I mean, we're, we're all creating this image, we're all brothers, sisters. And so it has to be a culture of love. Awesome. I, I'm glad that you said that. Yeah. You, you can say whatever you want on my podcast. Yeah, um, I just want to, to make sure. Oh, no, you're good, man. You're good. So, um, let, let's go on. I'm so glad that you did that and, um, that you guys are that close. Um, but I've also, I also want to see what are you doing for fun? Do you, are you, are you a call of duty guy? Are you a Fortnite guy? Are you a guy that <laughs> know what? Just like to go get a couple beers at the bar with the buddies. Like what, what does Braden Corona do that I never saw? Because obviously I wasn't hanging out with high school kids on the daily. I mean, I was, but not, not for fun. <laughs> I, I, I guess, no, honestly, since coming to Nashville, I've been very busy, but in, in the free time I do have, I think it, it's really just been exploring the city. Like uh, being in a new place, just, just specific to Nashville right now, being in a new place and in a new culture and whatnot. Uh, I mean, I'd be a fool not to go embrace it all. And so whether that, whether that is, you know, grabbing a couple of drinks at the bar and, and meeting new people, hanging with friends, you know, those are special moments. Those are moments that are priceless. And so embracing that or, you know, just, walking the streets seeing the country music hall of fame or the grand Ole opry right there and kind of taking in that history yeah. and that history. like yeah just being immersed in a completely new setting like i've just that that's what i've been when i do have downtime it's, it's that i want to be able to take all I, it all in for as long as i can that's awesome yeah well i'm i'm gonna close it up i want to end it with this what is the next step for Braden? are you wanting to just go straight into finance are you thinking about going to the next step in any way possible are you thinking about coaching at some point um what's your plan for you yeah i mean that, that, that's a great question because i don't even know if i have a straight answer for that yet it's it, it's huge but really i think the mentality i have going into it all is to pursue uh every opportunity that opens um i don't want to live a life of regret and so really, if I do have an opportunity to play at next level, I'd love to because that, that's a brand new experience, something I've never done. If I have the opportunity to go into finance and to, to pursue something I'm passionate about, then that's where I want to be. If I, if I have the opportunity to travel a little bit, that, that's what I want to do. So really, it's, it's, it's more so about not setting a plan, but just having... You're living in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Being in the moment and, and just taking in everything you can because, I mean, money and all that, I feel like it's something you can always end up making at that point. It, 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 it's renewable in a sense, in a very, very loose sense, but time when compared to time, time you don't have. And so mm-hmm. once you use it, it's gone. And so being able to just, just make the most of each moment, I think is, is the goal right now. And I mean, wherever, wherever life leads me, that's where it leads me. But you know, I'm, I think that, you know, I'm confident that it will go to the right place. Awesome. Um, 
before I let you go, do you have any shout outs? Do you want to say something to anybody? Do you want to uh, blast something out there? Maybe plug something? Do you have any, <laughs> anything for anybody? Honestly, the only shout out is to you, my man. Reaching out and, Thank you. and getting to connect again. It's been too long. I mean, you were a huge influence in my life, whether you know it or not, you know, at mission, seeing you every single day and, and bringing positive energy and, and, and just being, being a mentor there. And so couldn't be more thankful for that and the, and the impact you've had on my life. So if I, if I had a shout out to be to you, my man, so thank you. I thank really you. Appreciate I, I appreciate it. The, as much as I love football, it was awesome to get to know all your boys. And that's really why I did it. I, I wasn't even the best. I, I had to be next to Soybert and Chad Henry and they just made me look stupid every day. So that, like, that's some, that's great comfort. If you're compared to those guys, you're going to I'm not, no, I'm not compared. I was I'll, a champion in a, you know, college football. That's pretty good company though, right? Yeah, <laughs> not too bad, but at the same time, geez, Louise, but no, you boys were awesome. Um, obviously you were one of the, one of my favorites and you're always a good kid. I always saw it from the beginning. And I think that's why when I thought about doing this out in, in the podcast, I'm like, I'm bringing him in. I don't care what he, like if I have to drag him. So um, I'm glad that you came on. I'm very proud of you. Um, keep up the good work. And uh, is there any way for like me to watch your games at all in any fashion? Yeah, yeah I can send you the information after all this. But yeah, they, uh, some of them are televised. Um, but I can also send you a link to like live streams and whatnot as well. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, everybody that was Braden Corona, stud from Whitworth. The only time I'm ever going to say this, go Bucks, because there's another Bucks team that I hate. <laughs> oh, man. But, I appreciate it, bud. But with Whitworth Bucks, go Whitworth Bucks, not Tampa Bay trash. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, thanks again. Uh, you were awesome. Absolutely not. So great to talk, man. Miss you, bud. Awesome. Again, thank you to Braden Corona. That was an awesome awesome interview um it just shows that uh another reason why i love sports i i mean it it shows you how to be a teammate it shows you how to be uh, responsible for the person next to you it shows you how to um just try to be the best person that you can be and i know sports did that to brayden um as well as a great family life that he does have um great family that he has uh Thanks again, Brayden. I can't wait to stream one of your games on my big screen and see you go all over the all over the turf. I write twenty four power. I don't know whatever you guys write. Anyways, um, yeah, that was Brayden Corona. I got another one for you guys. Going to be coming on Friday, and then another one coming for you guys next week sometime. Again awesome i say awesome a lot but it was on to my next thing that's my daughter i gotta pause it say hi to people say hello say thank you for listening to my dad's podcast say it say thank you thank you say Say, what do you want to say to the people? Just say bye. Bye. 
I'll be right back, guys. I am going to uh, put my daughter back to sleep. Thank you. You will get to tell me something. Well, I'm back. Um, my daughter, that was Lily. Um, she said that her legs hurt. We think that she's having growing pains. So I gave her some water. But she was happy that you guys were listening um, as today's special guest. Anyways, I do have some great news. I did post something on it last week. But I haven't said it on the podcast. I kind of have a real sponsor. Or I, I'm an affiliate or whatever you want to call, call it. But uh, I, the first real sponsor of the Cadillac Ranch is Hat Tack. Hat Tack is a awesome product. I found them on the internet a couple years ago and I love it. I've always had a problem with how to organize my hats. My wife hated it that I would just throw them on the floor or just put them on the counter or put them on the couch. And then we've tried so many things like putting it on the door, like the big strings that had little clips on it. We try to like you know, just putting them in a box and try to be organized. When I saw a hat tack, it was it's a nice little hook that go the adhesive to the wall. Um, you put you put it on the wall, sticks on any type of wall. You can put your hats, your your gaming headphones, your podcast headphones, anything. Uh, I put my sunglasses on. I have one right next to the door. I put my sunglasses on it and a hat. So um, right when I leave in the morning to go to work i'm already set uh go check them out hattack.com uh they're on instagram uh at hattack at h-a-t h-a-t dash t-a-c um i'll have a link on facebook and a couple other places but the way you can just uh help me out Go onto the website, look at the product because it's an awesome product. I'm not lying. Um, that's why I got with them is because I love the product. Um, try it. Go in there and go pick out like 500 hat tacks. You can actually get different styles. They have uh, ways to customize it with your own logo, your everything. So when I'm trying to get a logo in the works, but I have to pay somebody to do it. So... If you want to help me, I get a commission when you buy something. So go to Hat Tack, put Cadillac Ranch Pod, all one word, in the discount. You get 10% off, and I get some Skrilla. I'm excited. I love these guys. They're having kind of a hard time with the coronavirus. They've Arizona's shutting down a little bit more. They're kind of cracking down a little more. So give them some love. They're out of Arizona. Um, Hat Tack, at Hat Tack. Um, again, I will probably be doing a demonstration of the product soon and um, also probably a video and uh, yeah, maybe in the future, a little fan giveaway, what something just support them. And obviously, if you get one of their logo hat tax, it says HT. So you you will remember me every time you see it. But uh Besides that, this was a great podcast. I love it. Remember, shout out to Anchor that I use on this. 
And shout out to Hat Tack. Big, 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 big ups. Big thanks for my man, Brayden. Um, love who you're being with right now, who you're with, your friends or family. Be safe. Be very safe. And as always, come on back to the Cadillac Ranch here. Well, the well went dry and the cow did too Daddy didn't know what to do The banker came by the house one day Said he's gonna take the farm away Then mama came up with a plan Brother and me started up a band Sister put a sign on the roof Daddy bought a case of 90 proof Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch they're parking cars in the old beef patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Range Now the only thing that we raise is cane You don't need the sun or rain Just neon lights and some ice cold beer Keeps everything green around here Mama takes the cash at the door Brother and me keep them out on the floor Sister sets them up at the bar Daddy kicks back with a big cigar Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old bee patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch Now the only horns around here today Are the ones up on the grill Of a genuine 59 Coup de Ville Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old beef patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch they're parking cars in the old beef patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed yeah. Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch